Hello, and welcome to Karen Global's Rockpile Podcast. You know, if you've ever struggled with your calling, I encourage you to join Oma and Lewis, that's me, two weathered, unlikely characters, for sure, who walk out their journey in real time from business, family, ups and downs, out into the technology space and outreach. It'll be interesting, and we hope it'll be fun. Well, we'll try. Buckle up, let the games begin. Welcome. It's episode four. I'm Lewis. And this is Oma. And this is, like I said, this is episode four of the Rock Pile Rock Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> exactly. And so we start like each one of the episodes. We're starting with a spotlight of a mission organization. Today's spotlight is on cross-cultural missions. Dot it's, org. Yes, you can find it on the internet, uh, on the web, cross-culturals mission, not no S, crossculturalmissions.org. And essentially, this is a organization that goes into areas of un, uh, uh, 1040 window to 1040 window. Yes. And uh, if you're not familiar with that, it's it's based on latitude, 10 uh, degrees latitude north of the equator to 40 degrees north latitude of the equator. And that forms a rectangle where a lot of individuals that are unreached people groups. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. And um, that so, they never heard of Jesus. For those of you navigators, I may have got those numbers wrong, but you, you get the point. <laughs> and uh, so it's, uh, you know, that's the area in which they focus on. And they're really focusing on areas where they're, you know, they're, they do have a, uh, or allowed or tolerated the Christians to be in that country, and they bring in medical, dental, and optical mm-hmm. professionals to help humanitarian, uh, humanitarian aid. aid to help those yes. individuals who just can't get that kind of care um, that we in this country would be used to getting to some extent. There, there's always some areas where you don't. But anyway, the point being, these individuals do humanitarian. They put uh, legs to the words. They go in. They show the love of Christ. And they help where they can, where the resources there, and they partner with local uh, churches and groups in that area to and provide schools. Us, and schools yeah. and provide education. So it's a multifaceted type of uh, outreach, so that we can, uh, like I said, put uh, feet to the word. So we're not just coming in preaching the gospel and leaving people in the same situation which, you, which they find them. They go in and try to do the best they can to help people. Um, mm-hmm. uh, deal with their dental, medical, and, yes. and, uh, and to integrate them into local churches right, sure, and sure. so that they can be right. taught, you know, and grow up in right. that. And that way, they're, you know, they're doing things and, and coming in and helping, you know, similar back to segue into what we've been talking over the last couple episodes, you know, when we got to you know, Bucharest, we brought all these things with us for that yes. very purpose. Yes, we had suitcases on suitcases of supplies and different things and Bibles. Yeah, well, that's because because they told us. That's what those children in the orphanages were looking for was those things that, uh, you know, we brought uh, toothbrushes, toothpaste, Mm -hmm. combs, the toiletries or other things, toys, a lot of toys. A lot of toys because they didn't have a lot of that. Right, so things that kids would would have or would want to have in an orphanage where you expect kids would have toys. Yes, and one thing about those orphanages is, is you'd go in and it would really kind of overwhelm you oh, yeah. because there's a lot of kids and um, there really wasn't a, enough workers. So the situation, as you can imagine, isn't good, yeah. which is why they asked right. for people to come in. Well, that's and, why people in the West were, yeah. that's why those shows that we saw was there because there were, there were um, kids who were just getting neglected. Yes. And it was the condition in which the, they, we, we found it. Uh, yes, and, that was exactly the way that was. And it was very heart-wrenching. I can remember going in and, and being surrounded by children and 
You couldn't just say, oh, I, I want what, this one. It was one of those moments where you just saw and felt the inadequacy of yourself. Right. You know, it's like, oh, Lord, I want them all. Yeah, no. And, and you just cried so much. But it's, it's God's providence yeah, well. where he leads and moves and closes doors and opens them. Right. And, you know, and on the closed door thing... We decided well, in the beginning. Sometimes those doors are a blessing. Yes, some I mean, of them you, are very big blessings. If we don't focus on ourselves. I mean, the thing is, if we focus on it's a closed door because we didn't get what we want, quote, unquote, uh, then, yeah, it's going to seem like a harsh. But sometimes, and a lot of times, those closed doors are a blessing. Yes, because we, when we first got there, we thought, you know, let's uh, separate, and um, Lewis can be in town and and get the paperwork done there, and then... There was always the paperwork you had to do for both parents. Right. When you, first, you had right? to locate children. You had to, yeah, you had to locate a child, and then you had to get the, all the paperwork done. And that was a lot of the times where I would take off and go, you know, in north, south, east, and west, because what I was doing was looking for the parent. And oftentimes, they were not in the same place. One would be in Costanza, one was in Medjidea. One is next to the Danube. One is in Sanaya. I mean, it was just everywhere. So I had a lot of adventures, you know, because we have this old car where our, our interpreter is, you know, he's doing the best it's he can. It's not the clown car. This is no, another car. No, this is another car. But <laughs> bless his heart, you know, it was always breaking down. And so we were at one of those moments where everything's broke down again, and it's kind of just steaming up stuff. And he had everything in that trunk. Well, they he, had to because they yeah, had to fix it themselves. It, there was like they had it garages around exactly. there to go fix the car. So I'm standing there, and we're on a we're on a hillside, and it's kind of a gradual slope, about 200 feet that goes. So you're down. in Sinai at this time. I'm in Sinai, and that's a big forested area up in the mountains. Yes, yeah, beautiful. North of Bucharest, absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah, it's like and, being in the the Rockies, kind of like. Yeah, similar, similar. But I'm standing there, I'm digging through the the trunk, trying to find different tools, and I start hearing the bells, and then. Up pops over the the road. Bambi uh, shows up. All, no, <laughs> it was a bunch of sheep, and you know at first you're like, oh how cute, but oh. then I mean they're everywhere. They're all around me, and they're pushing because they want pet, and they're pushing because they're trying to figure out who you are. Some are trying to butt me away. I mean it was getting serious, and there was like oh I don't know, seventy five. Well, where's your translator? There was a, a lot. My translator, yeah. I couldn't see him anywhere, and then I realized, oh my gosh, he's in the car so with the door he's, shut. He's afraid locked. of sheep? Yes. Yeah, he's he gone. He must know something you didn't. He's, he is gone. <laughs> and then finally, the shepherd comes up the hill, and, and there he is, and he walks over this big old staff, and he starts pushing everybody away from me, you know, and then he kind of motions for me, hey, you know, get out of here. You're in my way. You're slowing up business here. So I, I go over, and, and yeah, I had to beat on the door, you know, hey, you want to open this so I can actually get in? <laughs> <laughs> you know and he's in there hiding another time another time the car broke down and we're out out in the middle just nowhere and we had to um kind of a hike a ride with a tractor and we finally got into an area where we could um start looking for a part well good thing you grow up in a farm yeah i know right <laughs> it worked out really well you know how to ride so on a tractor. i knew how to ride on it but it was unusual because this whole area was um known for all the different car parts where you could and so it worked out perfect God just had it all worked out it wasn't that far away we were able to get the car part um oh so you had to go in and yeah we went into a little village a little area 
and you start from one person to another person and they send you another person until you finally get to the right house that has the right part and then we get the right part and then we're able to go all then we had to walk all back well it's like that so a lot of places, five or six you know, miles we had to walk it but if you wanted something you may not get what you want hey, you get something to trade with down the road right. that's right and you know those are kind of the stories and kind of things that happened because you're just adapting as you go and what needs to be what needs to be done. And then you see God open the door yeah. and help you get like in this case get a carport you otherwise yeah. you would have been stuck. Yeah, we'd have been totally stuck. But this is a very cool story. One of the children we were doing, we we get to a farming community and this was the house after asking a few people. We get up there and, and when we say, you know, this child is in an orphanage and we would like to adopt. He was shocked. The family was shocked. It was it grandparents? It was grandparents and they didn't even know. So it worked out so well for this child because what that child gets to do is come home and the grandparents are going to raise him. And that is a beautiful thing. So, yeah. So here we go as yes. an example is that the Lord closes the door, but opens yeah. one up because the point is getting this young child out of an orphanage with connection yes. to the family, which never would have happened necessarily. If I hadn't shown hadn't up at that door because they didn't even know and, that child existed. And likely they would not have known because no yes. one would have told them. They might have later on, but not at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a wonderful thing. So even though we had a lot of no's, you know. Like when I was in the orphanage and the young girl, the, late, the young girl there that they had selected, um, even though that didn't work out for us because... They had health requirements. It's a long story, yeah, yeah. but the United States had some prohibitions about certain types of. And she had something that restricted her from. Right, being restricted able. her from. But that wasn't necessary for all over the world. So even though that was a closed door for us, it's she still got adopted and she mm -hmm. still got out of an orphanage yeah. and now she lives in another whatever, country. Yeah. Another country. Yeah, and so it was a blessing. That was a blessing. So yeah. despite the, us, you know, like I said, having closed doors, God was opening opportunities for these children through our running around the countryside and driving the crazy around. efforts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. All the hectic things. But you know, the sad part is it's you're wanting to help these children and you couldn't, yes. but in reality you did. Yes. Because you have to look bigger than bigger what your than, goals. Yeah. You can't just myoptic. Yeah. You know, it can't be it's just, a, it's a big, big thing. It's a bigger picture. To this. Yes. So not only did God use us to, to, you know, to do what we want, what God had called us to do. He also opened the door for, for other people as well just because that's how great he is. Yes, he is such a big God. Yeah, because that was part of the thing with the Canadians where they're helping them, them helping us as well. Yes, I got to go with, uh, we would usually share, you know, share the interpreter. And I, I like we had mentioned before, we were with uh, t three other Canadians. Two families, three people. Yeah, three people. And so a lot of times we would go together and, and you know, you'd have to wait, a lot of, lot of that. But... One of the times we went and um, Nellie had a child who had to, had to have paperwork signed and they were a gypsy village. Yeah. And that that was a moment of, you know, Lord, you're going to have to protect us and be with us. And that was a lot of prayer. Well, because you weren't familiar with. No, that we were not familiar with that culture. And it was a scary situation you know, because it's unusual to us. Right. And well, it's run different than it's what we completely run different. But anyway, but the point is that you're in the middle of nowhere with, uh, with in a community you're unfamiliar un with and yes, having to in talk in the middle of the night. Not yeah. just, you know, and this is a different culture than even the yes. people you would find in the city of Bucharest. So. Yes. Right. And, and it wasn't that they were unkind or anything like that. In just, fact, it did go through the, the whole paperwork. They did sign it. Um, but 
that was, woo, that was scary. That does be honest with you. That was scary. But um, God opened the door. God there. opened the door again, and she has a beautiful uh, young daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah. When they, there was like they adopted like three children, right? She two. Yeah. She two. Yeah. Well, she two. Yeah. She adopted two children, um, that little boy and a little girl. Yeah. Beautiful children. Yeah. So yeah. But um, another another thing that was um, kind of odd, but you would go into a different orphanages and they would um, have certain restrictions, you know, where, okay, we're just going to bring in a child to you. Yeah, one and at a time. One at a time. And others, you would go in and they say, you know, here they are, just pick somebody. And that was the worst because i just yeah. stand there and cry. Yeah, well, they asked me and they asked specific yeah, criteria. Yeah, do you want and I said, blonde I hair or do you want dark hair or, you know, what, what do you want? And it's like, I, I, I don't. Yeah, and they didn't want you to go out. What and and you know you go in and these kids see you and they surround you, but you don't want to go in and say that one because yeah. then you end all the other kids are just crushed because you didn't pick them. Yeah. So or they bring kids in one at a time, and then you have to say you know then you know you don't want to tell them no not that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was it, it was, was tough because you don't want to you know you're not there to do any more damage, but you no. want to you know you want to help, but sometimes they didn't necessarily make it easy <laughs> yeah that it was just really hard it's tough it was tough it was yeah it was uh, you cry a lot yeah it was it's 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 yeah. really, really tough really tough especially when the conditions of some of the places yes. you went into it was just break your heart and there's nothing you can do no you pray you could pray and you that, just you'd walk out just feeling like oh the weight of the world on your shoulders right yeah because this was right after the fall of the Chichescu. fall of Chichescu. So they were it, still actually playing that on the TV. Well, they had that. So, yeah, the Canadian yeah, had a the video. The Canadian had a video. Yeah. Anyway, so it yeah. was. Uh, so it was. It was hard. At one point, we actually, I, I needed money, and so we had to call back home to get money, and that that was unusual too because you know in America you just picked up a phone, made a phone well, call, but you had then. to. This was way back in there. Yeah. So you know. It's, so we had to actually make a request, but every everything worked out toward the end and it was miraculous at the end well and that's the thing is you know once you're in there you find out just how much how limited how much limitations you have in getting things accomplished if you're going to try to do this on on, on your own. own you can't it just can't be done yeah so whether it's you know you're using interpreters or whether you're you know you're, you've got broken down cars or just trying to get into an orphanage trying to get through the system god has to open the doors yes and, he it, does. and you know you it's and like, he did and he did well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining and sticking with us today. Please subscribe to Karen's Rockpile Podcast. We're on most podcast sites, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, Samsung. Also, our website and Spotlight organization are in the podcast description. Please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know. Join us next week. Until then, stand firm, be the light, and most importantly, pray. Blessings. <laughs>